Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining the Inclusive Living Podcast, a safe space for you to gain spiritual, mental, physical, and professional insights to live a more fuller and inclusive life. Episode one is going to be one for the books. Let's dive in. Today, I'm going to take you on a journey with experts from areas of spiritual healing, career coaching, business development, entrepreneurship, tech, education, world travel. These individuals are also experiencing the impact of COVID-19, but have decided to rise above and dive deeper into their light and vibrate at the highest level during such a critical time in all of our lives. Thank you for joining us. So I want to go ahead and get started and welcome all of you to the Inclusive Living Podcast, the one place where we can all feel safe while sharing spiritual, mental, physical, professional growth techniques and tools to take away Um, as we battle and conquer this COVID-19 outbreak. I love to start right out by just asking everyone to express a little bit about themselves, who they are, and what's their superpower in the world. Starting with um, Joel. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for that scene that I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out this time thing. But, uh, you know, my name is Joel Lamdarkham. I'm based in Jamaica. So I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. And I think my superpower, wow, that's a really great one, Cordero. My superpower that I think I try to build on each day is that of trying to strengthen young people's understanding of the world of work. Uh, Growing up, I think a part of the struggle was that I was not as exposed or I was exposed on several, you know, just a few opportunities to persons who were out there building their careers and coming into school and talking and stuff like that. And because of how limited it is and how limited that kind of program is in my island, I think I've done a great deal or I try to do a lot of work where that is concerned so that younger people who are looking to get into creative careers, things outside of the norm, they can comfortably do so because they see someone else you know striving in in a field that they probably at that age wouldn't even know what the title or the role is i think that's my superpower wow that's the first time talking about that (laughs) that's awesome joel um lisa let the world know how you actually you know shed the lights of your phoenix across the world to impact to be a better place oh my gosh wow that was quite profound Thank you for um, that, that teeing, teeing me up like that. So yes, everyone, thank you so much for having me, Cordero. It's a pleasure to be here amongst you all. Um, my name is Lisa Francoeur, a Franco for my Caribbean folks, any of my Haitians out there. Yep, yep. Um, but I have a, I have a, a organization, a company that I founded called Fancyfied. It's like fancy dress you're wearing um, combined with Justified. So Fancyfied. And um, I, I, I launched with the intention of helping people empower themselves by the way they presented themselves. But over time, what I started to realize is that I'm much, um, I'm much more apt and I'm much more uh, excited about helping folks, um, you know, recognize their, their own superpowers, which I know we'll talk about later on. But 
I say that to say my vision of Fancy Fight is to scale empowerment globally. And I wanted to call that out because I think especially now, um, strategies and tactics to elevate one's spirit, especially since there's not a lot of interaction with, with other folks. How do you how do you stay centered? How do you recalibrate? Um, you know, I hope to, to speak more about some of those tactics and strategies. But I'd say this, cultivating a positive mentality is a choice. Um, happiness is a choice. Um, holding our peace in spite of any of the external circumstances and even some of the internal circumstances, meaning that, you know, you're starting to see a lot of anxiety um, on account of a lot of the news. And so um, I think it's most most important as much as we take care of our minds, or excuse me, our bodies, we take care of our minds. So I'm all about sound mind, sound body and spirit. And um, yeah, we, we can talk about what that looks like, but I, uh, I'm grateful to be here amongst you all and to, to learn. Awesome, thanks so much, Lisa. Next, we're gonna have Tosin. How do you actually make the world a better place? Whew, that's a that's a real question. Um, I like to think that I, I do my best to make the world a better place by just evoking empathy around everyone that I hang out with and everyone that's around me. You know, my my superpower and, and really just kind of what drives me is uh, a never ending desire to just exude empathy. I think that's the one thing or one of the things that. No matter what is going on in the world, whatever, no matter what people are going through, like if we just make every effort we can to really just understand where they come from and what what's really going on from the furthest depths of them, I feel like we can really connect and we can really be there to support each other. And especially going through this situation right now where we're all in the same boat, you know, no matter what color, what race, what gender, what socioeconomic status we're all going through this COVID-19 situation so this is a time where we really should be focused on getting to know each other getting to understand each other to help each other understand each other and, and reach success in that way and um, I guess a little bit about me I mean I'm a career coach out here with the education technology company called General Assembly and you know my, my, my passions really rely on just career development and I, I really love just empowering people to, to just be their best and you know I, I like to say I'm, I'm everybody's cheerleader and I'll be your biggest support so you know for me empathy is, is the driver and, and success for other people is what really fuels my fire awesome thanks so much Tosin and next we have our international healer um, Tiara my friend that I have um, known and done some awesome collaborations with like in places like Bali and um, Australia and the Philippines and Thailand. Um, Tierra, let the world know more about you because I'm always excited about you as you can tell. I'm your cheerleader too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, yes, I am a part of me. A big part of me is being an international spiritual healer. And um, I found that my journey as a healer started as a young child. And so um, I am a certified numerologist and I work in dream, um, dream interpretation and dream work as well. But my, my personal superpower, I believe, is um, to be the light in people's world, regardless of whatever that looks like to them. Um, I strongly believe that I have the ability to help people connect their spiritual well-being with their creative mind. As a creative, as an artist myself, I make sure that I try to 
support other people in the dreams that they once had as a child because I feel like we were we were born with dreams that God has given us and they weren't for no reason. So I feel like I want to help other people connect themselves to that inner child and help them figure out what path to go down and you know what that's going to look like for them. And I really feel like that's just me being the light in people's lives. Uh, I know Cordero and I have had so many different experiences where you know we've helped each other through dark times and he was the light in my life and I was the light in his life. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't see the light unless you go through a little bit of dark. So um, um, on my full-time job, I work with um, the city of Columbus here in Ohio and I um, manage a jobs program where I help youth between 14 and 23 years old work in different businesses and collaborate with different businesses and minority uh, businesses and teach the youth about interviewing skills and like cultural awareness and leadership development. And so my, when I'm working with these youth, I'm like trying to help them prepare themselves for life and be the light in their path. That's kind of a little bit about me. <laughs> Love that, Tiara. Thank you so much for sharing each of you. Um, I wanted to just like kind of circle back to something that you said like we're talking about superpowers we're talking about light we're talking about manifestation we're talking about um pathways specifically for youth you know um and we're talking about just being able to like beat the odds like all of us have probably not come from a you know a a um a, a crystal stair type of background but we've all chosen to still be the light within ourselves within our friend circles and within the world and so i just applaud each of you for being truly amazing and dope um my next question is you know since we are something that tiara actually just said was like all of us have to be in a dark place to find the light since this COVID-19 outbreak, you know, many of us, um, millions of us around the world are in a dark place. I wanted you all to share, how do you actually find light in a situation like this? And what are some of your like top, like top of the day? Like, how do you actually start your day? Um, and how do you actually um, start your day differently than you did before this COVID-19 outbreak? I guess I guess I guess I'll go. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny because uh, for me, Jamaica and the Caribbean in general, we have a very we have a very different approach as it as it pertains to working remotely, working from home, etc. So this is actually the first in uh, uh, several opportunities where a lot of people are not working remotely. Uh, luckily for my company, we are progressive, so we're kind of a step ahead. And we have already instituted working from home. So I work from home two days a week. However, with COVID-19 now and um, a steady increase in the number of cases on island, we are in total lockdown, etc. Um, I realize though, generally I would work better from home because of the productivity that I am able to churn out uh, versus being in office with distractions, etc. So I realize that my typical morning usually starts with, you know, going on my laptop at eight and actually leaving at five, but in between finding time to stretch, walk around the house, etc. But in finding that light during that during this process, it's interesting because I think and I think this is something that everybody must well 
almost not all of us can agree to the amount of creativity that's that you guys are actually experiencing at this present time um, i think there are several opportunities presenting itself now where we're connecting better with family we're connecting better with friends we are connecting better with self and i think that's so critical um with 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 the happenings for instance in my case i started like an instagram live show talking to a few influencers creatives business people to just bring some light to the younger persons on my on my platform to let them know and understand okay yes this is a serious thing that we're experiencing however it's also an important time to tap into that unmarked that that untapped potential that you would have been sitting on for a while because you were busy doing so many different things and not focusing on self and these live sessions really allow us to zone in on what's happening but also solutions in terms of okay then how can i be how can i how how, how do i learn from this how how can i build my expertise in a field that might be rising now as a result of covid <laughs> From my my perspective, and, and you know, I, I already worked on the remote team at my company, so I've been working remote now for uh, pretty much four months. Um, and I like to say the thing that that gave me is I, I do understand very inherently what people are going through when they make that shift to remote, because I I went through that shift and I went through that change. And you know, when I started off remotely, I was really excited, and I said, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be." You know, great. I'm gonna be able to come, come, you know, wake up, sleep, you know, do what I gotta do, and just not really have to be stressed out in traffic or anything like that at all. Um, when the reality is, working from home for me, the the thing that really brought it full circle was just realizing that I had to be a lot more intentional with everything that I do, and really, like my my strategy is just one being extremely intentional and just really really sticking to my calendar and you know one thing that um, I think for a lot of people when they make that transition to remote is they just sit there and think that you know oh I can just you know do things when I need to do them and all of those things when the reality is you really do need to stick to a, a certain rhythm you know of your day you need to get a routine going you know for me it starts early in the morning you know and, and my routine my rhythm is, is wake up you know make my bed just because it's, it's one of those small things that you don't really think can throw you off rhythm but if and just making sure that start the day right you know before i even start working i've spent a good hour and a half two hours like just either working out you know showering making coffee just just doing the things reading writing all of the things that i schedule into my morning just to get my mind right to get to get the uh, the day going so yeah <laughs> Thanks so much, Tosin. Um, either Lisa or Tierra, feel free to take the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, um, I can go here because go on. Oh, okay. Go you, ahead, go ahead, Lisa. You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, love. Um, I was just gonna say that I uh, co uh, wholeheartedly agree with what um, Joel and, and Tosin had said. Um, a, a slightly different direction with respect to just kicking off the day. One of the major changes that I've made is um, just a lot more, I'm a lot more conscientious when it comes to what it's gonna take to fortify my immune system. So, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, the, the um, let's call it uh, chemical concoction you need to, to stave off an infection. I.e. Co, co, you know, COVID-19, um, your body has the capacity to to um, to generate, and so you know, I'm subscribing to that. I don't. This isn't based in you know any scientific data outside of 
you know, the, the placebo effect, if you will, that speaks to just how when we believe that something can do something, it can do it um, mm. more often than not. And so with that, I've been thinking a lot about um, vitamin C. So, you know, vitamin C is one of the biggest immune system boosters. Um, how do I consume it? Well, when I first wake up, uh, the first thing I do is have water that I um, squeeze some l- lemon into. Lemon falls within the like citric, um, citric, uh, citrus family. And so that's where I start to get my first uh, bit of vitamin C for the day. I have um, clementines and oranges throughout the course of the day because your body doesn't manufacture vitamin C. So this is a way to just get natural supplements. Um, I've been also uh, making a tea in the morning that consists of um, fresh ginger, uh, uh, turmeric. You know, there are a number of medicinal medicinal benefits in, associated with both these roots. So I say that to say, thinking there's a new level of consciousness around um, how am I proactively fortifying my immune system through what I'm consuming. And I would love to just urge everyone to be thinking about that as well. And just, you know, you know, thinking about ways that, you know, your body can create whatever it needs to create in order to stave off any infection. Um, the flu, the common cold, COVID-19, whatever the hell it is that, you know, <laughs> the world tries to throw at you. Um, and another thing I'll say is I've been getting outdoors quite a bit because, you know, the notion of staying in, inside, yes, I, I've been, you know, as much as I can observing the, the social distancing, which I also want to encourage people to, you know, take, um, you know, these things seriously. But I think that mother nature, there's just the oxygen, you know, the, the increasing of your heart rate, um, being able to, um, you know, when you increase your heart rate and, you know, it increases the, dis- the oxygen that's distributed throughout your body, um, the natural chemicals, um, endorphins and, and serotonin, for instance, which are like the quote unquote happy chemicals that your body engineers, you know, these things also help to fortify your immune system. So, you know, I just want to, again, speak to the notion of what we're doing to foster a sound mind, a sound body and a sound spirit. And the last thing I'll end with, with um, the sound spirit aspect is, yes, mother nature is a great way to just kind of clear your head. But I also think journaling, because right now more than ever, being able to get some distance between what's going on and how we're feeling about what's going on, um, having a constructive way to, to output, right? Like sometimes when I journal, I don't do it with the intention of anything other than just letting my you know, system get out what it needs to get out. And by virtue of having that like out on paper and then reading it back to myself, it helps give me or glean, helps me glean insights. It helps me extrapolate key insights about myself. Like for instance, if I see that, you know, I'm being, I feel like stifled and I feel like, oh gosh, you know, um, I'm feeling quote unquote trapped or what have you, because in San Francisco, right, you know, in the Bay Area where I live, people are, you know, sheltered in. And so with that comes, you know, you're not supposed to go out unless it's like a, um, you know, a necessity. And so I'm thinking, okay, when I start to see that, um, you know, coming up in my journaling, it helps me pause. And I say to myself, okay, let me take a deep breath in, hold it in for a few minutes, just to recalibrate. These are simple techniques that I use to uh, fortify my immune system, to cultivate a sound mind, sound body and spirit, and take back control. Yes, that's fancy fight certified. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Lisa. I mean, I believe that everyone could benefit from 
all of the key areas that you identify, you know, specifically, you know, um, like really getting back into fortifying our immune, immune system. You know, this is this is a critical time where that should be your plug. <laughs> and so, you know, um, what you put into your body is so important. And so I love to, you know, ask Tierra, you know, some things that maybe you're doing to, um, you know, change the trajectory or say fight against or to um, up spirit this, um, th this outbreak. Yes. Um, I want, want to say I agree with literally everything y'all were saying. <laughs> um, and especially, you know, just keeping yourself healthy. I know for me personally, once this uh, coronavirus outbreak happened, everything happened at the same time for me. So, um, so like, you know, I had people, family pass away. I've had, you know, like just a, a series of events happening since this outbreak. So, of course, there's a you have to take care of yourself. And for me, um, I things have changed as far as work when it comes to me working remotely. Um, but the way we're set up, it wasn't ready for this. Like our society in a lot of different, you know, career areas, which is not set up to work remotely, was not set up to be away from the office. And um, and I noticed that for me, the first thing I started thinking about was about my kids. And I thought like, okay, well now the schools are out, they're, they're no longer in session. Um, they are not having as many resources as they would have. They are not working the jobs with me that they, that provided them that consistency and that, you know, that structure and balance that they had all the time. So now I'm thinking, okay, I need to think about how I can reach my youth in a different way. But I first need to take care of myself because if I don't, then I wouldn't be able to help them. So for me, yes, the immune system, that is, that is prime for me. I, I was very confused when people were raiding the stores for toilet paper and, and, and then the vitamins and herbs were completely stacked. And I'm just like, no, we need to focus on our immune system. If we're trying to stay healthy, we have to take care of ourselves. So for me, every day, like when I get up, um, I, I still go I still go to work because I'm one of the essential workers that has to go in for the work that I'm doing. But um, but I notice that just people are like sick and it's, you see symptoms and it's just it can get scary. So I have to meditate <laughs> when I get up in the morning. I um, I just take a few deep breaths. I do a lot of breath work. Um, and I have been journaling here and there, but I also for me, what helps me is doing my artwork. So when I have a break, anytime I have a break, I'm just doodling or having like a drawing session or, um, or taking deep breaths and doing breath work and meditating because since so much is happening at one time, um, I have to clear my mind and it's cold here in Ohio and it, it's, it's not really, um, Ohio doesn't know how to make up his mind on what the weather should be. We just had a flood a few days ago and then it was warm before and now it's cold and it's just, it's a lot going on. And so, um, so I try to spend some time outside as much as I can, but just keeping a consistent routine of just being able to breathe because if you're not breathing, then your mind isn't functioning at the full capacity that it can for that time being. So um, eating well, 
I make smoothies. I'm taking uh, supplements like uh, vitamin C. I'm trying to make sure that my family is good, that I'm good. And um, I would say my biggest thing is meditating, having a creative um, release, and then also just doing a lot of breath work to help me focus throughout the day because when everything coming at you at once you're going to have to be able to keep your mind at ease because it can get scary and I think this is the time that we share these type of things with everyone so that they can like pick up and you know maybe create their own routine of just self-care and this is a this is a time that we are all getting forced to do that for ourselves and that's what social distancing would do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tierra, thank you so much for that. I I totally agree because um, I've incorporated a very like productivity um, um, schedule within my day. Um, in the morning, I have a workout. In the middle of the day, I have a midday meditation. And in the evening, I have another workout. I've even had to put on my calendar when I need to cook food, how many meals I need to make, um, keeping myself like very busy. You know, I love to cook, but you know, having mm-hmm. to be having to schedule cooking is is real, especially when you work at a tech company that feeds you two times a day. <laughs> and so, um, so that's been a huge transition for me and and, and all of my privilege. Um, but I'm very grateful for the opportunity to just. Um, have this conversation because uh, all of you mentioned things like meditation you mentioned things like um a daily routine you mentioned things like working out mother nature journaling what types of technology are you all using to kind of help support you with that especially with breathing tiara are you using any apps are you using your watch etc um what type of tech are you using to kind of you know amplify um your productivity Oh yeah, um, I know personally for me, I I do digital art, <laughs> so that's my little release there. I use my iPad, um, and I do use um, Beatfulness. It's only for Apple products. Um, I am an Android user, so do not do not hate on me, okay? <laughs> but um, <laughs> I use I use both. I'm a, I use Apple and um, Android products, but um, Beatfulness is an app that, and I'm not getting paid for this as I should, but um, Beatfulness is an app if you're trying to listen to um, um, nice uh, meditative music, also with the different tones and like theta waves and delta waves and mm-hmm. um, different beats to help you access different parts of your meditation. So for me, I use that a lot when I do have my meditation, but, um, but other than that, there are a few things you test out here and there, but for the most part, I, you, can, you can easily download an app that has some really calming music. And um, and for me, that's what works. So, Thanks to you. So, yeah. Anyone else mm-hmm. use any tech? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, those are great apps, actually. I'm gonna check those out here. Uh, I, I love Thetaways, Bayways. Uh, I'm, I'm addicted to Spotify, so I'll try to use that as much as possible. But there's some good apps for sure. Um, I like the Calm app. You know that that's a good one for meditation. But because I'm like I'm the type of because I work from home and I sit at my desk. You know I'm, I'm with y'all. You know I gotta get out. I gotta be physical. So you know with no gyms for me, it's you know I'm on that uh, Gold Amp because I go to Gold's <laughs> Gold's gym, so I use the Gold Amp app. Um, there's a, a active and fit, which is it's got a, a plethora of different workouts. 
um, you know, right before this COVID-19 hit, you know, I'd kind of taken up boxing as kind of yeah. my release at the end of the day. You know, I'm trying yeah. to get to Cordero's level. You know, I'm trying to get to <laughs> so, I'd kind of taken up boxing. So that was, uh, it was actually kind of hard for me when the gym closed because I was like, oh man, you know, I just found my thing. But, you know, I found some videos and stuff that just kind of supplements that. And, um, you know, running is, is really my release. So I always tell people, you know, like really start looking for some just great playlists because um, a playlist can really just motivate you in, in, in anything you do, whether you're running, you're walking, but you know, I'm, I'm with y'all and just walking outside. But there's a lot of great apps out there for sure that really, really get, get you going. And, and for me, it's like, just if, if you're a music lover, which I feel like most people are, even if they don't know they are, find some good stuff that just gets you balanced um, and, and just keeps you focused and, and keeps you at peace. Yeah, appreciate that, Tosin. I mean, I'm definitely stealing those ideas for the apps. I'm not using any apps over here. <laughs> but, but they just, they just, uh, I was on one of my live sessions, I was speaking with one of the acceler, um, accelerating coaches, and she does a lot of business stuff. And she literally dragged all of us on the live. She was like, you guys need to get the goal app. So that's something that I've been looking into that tracks productivity. Um, that's something probably something that you guys are familiar with but what it does is i think now is a perfect time for me to get that because there are so many personal projects and missions that i'm working on now and the goal app from what i'm i've downloaded it and and, and have been testing it out and seeing how it works and i think it's something really good to track your progress um for personal development and personal projects that you want to work on so that's something that i will be using that was recommended but i'm here taking notes of those that were just mentioned by tosin and um <laughs> tiara so i'll definitely check one, those one thing if i may um add is there's so much content on uh youtube right like it's literally like the 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 universe uh the education you know the the education of the universe and what i mean by that is like astro you can i mean it runs the gamut as far as like the breadth and scope of the type of content but in relation to um you know keeping one's you know centered and and recalibrating and and you know whether it be breathing exercises or yoga for that matter i think yoga is very important because you know, yeah. many of us are kind of relegated to, to being indoors. And so how do you keep the body fluid um, and, and you know, stave off uh, constriction through restriction or as a result of restriction? Because our, you know, our, our movements are restricted. So making sure that we're keeping a continuous flow of our circulation, um, you know, is really key. So I would recommend turning on YouTube, like downloading the YouTube app on your iPad, even your, you know, your, your laptop and just watching like yoga and, and, you know, doing the different poses and, and all that good stuff. Calisthenics is something else that is so super duper simple. Calisthenics is like, how do you leverage your own body weight to, um, you know, to, to, to get in a workout, think like push-ups, squats, burpees, etc., And also the connectivity, right? Because we're not able to like get around, you know, be in the gym, you know, and and in that space, everyone's working out. So it kind of like motivates you to work out. How do you kind of 
you know, curate that type of experience when no one is around. I think that that's another reason why, like, I use YouTube as an example because it's so like you don't necessarily associate it in this capacity, but I think it's such a tremendous tool that whether you have it on your, you know, your your cell phone or your freaking laptop, it it, it can be leveraged in a variety of ways to just keep yourself sane in the midst of all of this. Yeah, I'm a plus one at like YouTube is how I started doing yoga absolutely and then you know it went from there but that's that's the medium that i found yoga and i was like oh i could just do this by myself at home and not look ridiculous i totally agree i will and tiktok if you're if you guys you know oh, right. are, are... <laughs> yeah i was just gonna throw tiktok out there because i was gonna say that like st- moving right like if you want to move like like get on get on tiktok and that will have you moving and proving and you know you're moving parts of your body you didn't even know you could move <laughs> i'll be a plus three on that youtube has definitely made me transform my entire workout system because just like tosin um in january um january um 2020 i actually just started boxing like intentionally like i go to boxing like two to three times a week and it had become a part of my you know my norm to work out and so um now I have converted to YouTube um, with uh, no equipment, um, upper body and lower body videos. And I feel great. <laughs> I feel great, especially doing two a day. Uh, I do them on my rooftop sometime as well. Um, and that gives me an opportunity to get some fresh air, not be around a lot of people, of course. And, um, and yeah, uh, to see like great views of, of the Bay Area. So um, I, I converting this to this um, this new norm has allowed me to um, to really use all of my resources and i really value and appreciate the opportunity to you know um kind of think outside the box and so in the midst of thinking outside the box i wanted to know just outside of work from home what are some things that companies could do to support employees right now you uh outside of my empowerment lifestyle brand fancified I, I work with an organization called next play we specialize in diversity recruitment and tech but specifically engineering uh black and latino engineers um you know pairing them with their dream jobs at companies um you know high tech uh and, and so on i say this to say i was talking to an organization that's a, a subsidiary of microsoft and i found it so interesting the way that they're tackling it and i really want to i want to i want to highlight um, no endorsement on, on my part, but just to highlight, I think the progression and the progressiveness that this COVID nineteen is is um, forcing us to to um, to implement, and you know, thinking outside of the box. And what they're doing for their for their employees is that compassion, compassionate leadership. And what I mean by that is because you know many of us are forced to work from home, you're going to start to see instances where. In this organization's example, one of the use, one of the um, situations they cited was that a, a recruiter was conducting an interview, and he had his son. Um, he, you know, has a newborn, and I think his son is like maybe three, four months old. He was conducting the interview with his son in his arms, and and it's almost like, of course, that makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, every you know, parents have children, and their children are you know a permanent fixture in their lives. It shouldn't be surprising that we would see their kids. But the thing is, there's been such a compartmentalization between you know professional life and personal life that those two worlds worlds don't often collide. And I think because of what's going on, you're seeing this collision of you know personal professional and in the vein of compassionate leadership in lieu of saying look 
you know, let's not have, you know, your, you know, let's not have that level of co-mingling organizations that are saying, hey, look, it is what it is. You know, we're, we're, quote, we're in this together. So let's be compassionate, um, you know, with one another, especially considering that now more than ever, there's an immersion of your personal life within your professional life. So what does that new normal look like? And how can we be sensitive and understanding and compassionate so that we can all continue to do what needs to get done, but in a manner that is um, better aligned to the, the circumstances. So I thought that was a really cool and progressive way that the organization was like, look, we, we respect the fact and celebrate the fact that you you are who you are, you, you have a family in this instance, and in lieu of us trying to make you conform to a, a, per, a, a, a standard that historically has worked, um, it's just not going to work in this new world. And so with that, we need to uh, we need to adjust, we need to pivot. Uh, and again, I want to reinforce the notion of compassionate leadership that I've seen uh, leave a lot of people feeling like we're going to get through this and we're going to get through it together. Yes. I love it. Yeah. You know, just to just to echo, just to echo on, on, on Lisa's point just now, there's also the concept of the social conscience. And I think it's so important uh, for companies, as you say, Lisa, to really show that compassionate leadership. It is such a critical time that we're living in. This is going to change the way how business is done. This is going to change the way how uh, people conduct their livelihood. And it's, it's, it's an opportunity to also see how to kind of see some even some of the companies and, and and administer them and see some companies that you know that are definitely open and kind of are very compassionate during this period so that you know if you're even thinking of future employment because of how they're treating their staff you know i'm a heavy linkedin consumer and i've seen where facebook you know has released information i've had to do some fact checking of course um where they're releasing you know sending out a thousand dollars to other employees i see i see microsoft i see other companies coming on board and it's important and interesting at this time because it's a, such it's such a difficult a difficult period and now is not the time for companies to be telling their employees oh you need to take your paid vacation right now because the productivity has gone down and when you come back you're going to need to double up on the work so that's what some companies have been doing you know uh, apart from the laying off they start with the laying off and then they're now telling people okay then as first instances to take paid vacation leave at the moment it is so important for employee for employees to actually feel that compassion now and some of the best practices that some companies can utilize is to just ensure that they're there understand that remote working is providing an opportunity as, again as lisa said where there's this personal and the business colliding you might have the baby child crying in the background on a meeting you know give them a break <laughs> these are things that people have to do every day and if it's a case where you know that that's colliding it's not only something to look at and recognize as very very interesting but also it, it, it allows you to, to step back and, and come out of this you know robot approach that we usually have to work mm. so definitely echo your point I'm Lisa I'm with it I'm a battle oh go ahead oh yeah sorry thank you um no I'm saying I definitely agree I feel like you know having that compassion and empathy for the people who are in these services who are given these services, um, regardless if it's the cashier at the grocery store. Or yeah, so I would say like just having that flexibility and 
um, being adaptable to the changes. Like our companies, our businesses, they don't have to look the way they have looked. And I think that's quite frankly why all of this is happening is because we are being forced to change our outlook on things and and how we maneuver through the world and how we run our businesses and how we treat each other as human beings. So just being adaptable and flexible to the fact that things are going to look different and we have to be open for change because if we're resistant to it, then that's when we get backlash. So, um, so I feel like with all of this happening, just being very flexible and just open to like, you know what, this is what's going to work. I know my supervisor, he, he, um, he's actually a old mentor of mine from high school, <laughs> ironically. Okay. But a lot of our kids are worried because now everything is changing. So they're not working now. They our, our jobs program is starting to happen soon. And they're all worried like, okay, are we going to, are we going to keep going and doing this? And my supervisor's like, we have to move as if nothing is actually happening just for the sake of like providing resources for our youth. And, but at the same time, we have to do it differently. A lot of these, a lot of our kids have never had, um, they never had um, video interviews. They've never had group interviews. They've never had, you know, experiences where they had to be away from the actual interview face interviewer face to face. So this is something that we're going to implement because this is also teaching them how to get ready for being an adult and looking for that work. So I just say, like, being flexible and being able to to adapt to the changes that's actually happening without being so resistant to change. <laughs> that's important. I'm with you. I'm with it. I mean, I'm plus one, plus one, plus one, all of that. Um, something I, I was thinking about uh, earlier in the week and just discussing with some people was just everything you all are saying. Like my my thing is like what I want companies to do is, you know, once this, you know, once this ends and, you know, we will come out of this without a doubt. But once it ends, it's, it's just to continue to, to analyze what really worked and what was best for the employees through it all, which, I mean, I, I think you all have, have already mentioned all of this. It's, it's We're seeing it, you know, we're seeing that, you know, <clears throat> working from home can work for a lot of businesses, for a lot of people. And what we're also seeing is that, you know, having children, raising children is not always the easiest thing. And you know, I, I like to think that, man, maybe companies will start to see like, yo, we need to really do more for for parents and, and families. And, and, you know, maybe paternity, maternity leave is not just a luxury, but something that every company, you know, really, really makes a priority. And, you know, all of these great things that can come out of this, what I, what I want is for companies to really just listen to their employees uh, especially when when we come out of this and, and just really take to heart what this experience was like what it did for their lives and, and, and you know the good and bad and just to just listen to them and, and to see like hold on we, we can do more for our employees and still find success at the company it's just you know we haven't maybe not necessarily done you know put forth as our best effort if you could put it like that but you know i really hope that companies and, and i think a lot of companies are starting to see that I, I hope a lot of companies are starting to see that but i really do hope that they listen to the employees you know once this ends and once we get to a, a point where you know it is time for people to go back to the office but to think like well 
you know, people worked from home and made it work. And if that's the environment they want, we can actually find success. Why isn't that an option for for a working mother or working father or, you know, whoever that that situation may be? So, you know, I'm with y'all and all of that for sure. I just I, I really hope companies just, you know, don't don't lose the lessons that we're, we're currently learning as we go through this. I really hope they take it to heart and they use it to better the business and um, in the sense of what's best for the employee. I love it. Thanks so much, all of you, for sharing. I think that with this new actually pandemic of the future of work um happening right now as well (laughs) um it's important for all of everything that you all have said to um to be incorporated into not just um hr policies and rewards and benefits but into the company's dna um as as inclusiveness um for all people no matter their background or situation um everyone should have flexibility to do the ultimate job um whether it is you know how we um um not just engineers and technical people but everyone i feel you know it's important to start thinking about what does the future of work look like for everyone and so um i love i've appreciated this fruitful conversation it's been very tasteful um i love to end you know with maybe one or two um of of your 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 top things to to hand into the world your gifts to to share with everyone that's listening um before we get off here Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, I got to think about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one, of the, one of the ones that I definitely want to share is um, the first thing is I really hope the listeners understand the importance of taking care of self. Um, and there are several ways to do that. You would have heard several ways in which uh, most of us are coping with this happening, but not only coping but also making plans for what is to come and finding new discoveries to apply to what we generally do so the first thing is the importance of self and ensuring that you not only mentally physically emotionally um, but you professionally build yourself and i think the second the second thing is um you know nothing is guaranteed and if you understand that nothing is guaranteed and anything can happen at any time it's always good to plan have your emergency exit plan prepared all the time mm-hmm. love it thanks mm-hmm. yeah. Tierra, what about you um i would say you know to, to end this all off for this conversation wonderful conversation i would definitely say um do your check-ins with yourself um, check in with yourself see how you're feeling and also have your your support group whether that's friends family away from home just have a support group that you know you all are checking in with each other because this is a difficult time and we if if anything we need to have support whether that's support for ourselves or support for each other so i would just say check in with yourself and and make sure that you are fully aware of your own emotions, your own physical well-being and spiritual well-being and mental well-being. And, you know, keep pushing. We got this. Love it. Thanks, T. What about you, Lisa? Yes. Um, you know, I 
it's so great that we, we're all together. I think you kicked it off with saying that, you know, this is the squad and like, I'm gonna add another squad to it, squad squad, because I agree with everything everyone you know, has said. And so I would say with respect to what I want to contribute, right? Because I think that you get what you give. And so, you know, the way that I'm looking to show up in this new, you know, in this new environment, this new world, is as someone who is proactively doing everything she can in her power to um, help heal help heal myself, help heal every single person I interact with. And I think that ties back to the fancified mission of scaling empowerment or, or vision of scaling empowerment globally. And so I really want to start to think about a curriculum, um, especially with like, you know, everyone thinking about new ways to reach folks online. How can I, how can I package my, my recommendations and a lot of the strategies that I shared with everyone uh, in a manner that that enables more people to get access to to this type of knowledge. Um, yes, it's at our fingertips with the internet, you know, but having, you know, a, a, a group of folks, just like what you've done, Cordero, and I commend you a great deal for it, bringing folks together to talk about what can we do in spite of what's happening? How can we not just find our bliss and hold our peace? By the way, quick Bible verse, Exodus 14, 14, um, you know, I'm Exodus 14, 14, um, the Lord shall fight for you. So hold your peace, you know, be still. That's very, very challenging in this, this type of environment. And so how do we, how do we hold our peace? And I think conversations like this and me contributing in a way that lends itself to helping folks realize like to, um, Tiara's point, like we got this, we're in this together. And so let's do what we can to make it as not just tolerable, but as enjoyable, as enlightening. Mm -hmm as we possibly can shift the, the the negative into a positive. That's what I really want to focus on. And uh, I invite you all on this journey with me now that we squat squat to, to make that wow. shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> so my webinars, I will be queuing up my invites y'all, so. Yes. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> All the snaps. <laughs> what about you, Tosin? <laughs> Man, I mean, there's there's not much else I can say. I'm I'm about all of that. Um, I mean, what Lisa said really is is that that's for me what I think. And Cordero knows me a little better than y'all. I'm sure I'll get to know y'all more. Y'all will get to know me more as as life continues. But you know, I always used to struggle with just being still and just finding the peace in that. And it's something that you know what I I tell people to do, especially in this time and age, is just be intentional with everything that you're doing. Um, if it's if it's exercise if it's yoga if it's making time for friends if it's making space and time for yourself just be intentional with it but at the same time just you know be easy and, and give yourself a break you know I think sometimes we get into this this world where we're trying so hard to to find peace or to do all these things that just keep a balance that we, we end up being even more anxious about it or even being more stressed about it and none of us are perfect none of us you know are a hundred have a hundred percent figured everything out but the important thing is if you're intentional about it and you're really just putting your best foot forward you know what i mean god's got the rest you know and I, I'm, I'm with that a hundred percent um i think if anything and, and you know many people have ideas of why this is all going on you know and i'm with you lisa and i think a lot of this is just we're, we're, we're meant to slow down a little bit you know we, we live in a fast moving culture 
where work consumes our life you know maybe this is the time for some of us where we do need to reconnect with our family and friends we do need to reconnect with ourselves you know we need to reconnect with nature or peace in whatever fashion we have it in and you know if if, if god is your your medium we need to reconnect with him you know and um i think this is just the time for us to really just just slow down be intentional and just you know really really just look within ourselves for for the things that keep us with peace and at balance and you know whatever that is but you know i'm, I'm with you 100 on all of that i, I think we got to be intentional about whatever it is we're doing um because and you know <laughs> just uh, i was reading a, a little little uh, verse little uh, what am i trying to say a little uh um devotional there we go um just just referencing that you know it would be a shame if at the end of this whole situation like we all were the same you know once corona is over we all just came out of this and we were exactly the same way yeah. we were so i'm like well that just means we didn't learn anything that means we didn't grow and all challenges are opportunities for growth so it's like we really you know and growth really only comes if you're intentional about it so it would be a shame so i think you know this podcast and all of y'all you know just getting to share this time with cordero it's doing amazing things and, and bringing everybody together is just it's growth i mean this is how it how it goes about it. I mean, it's intentional growth you know and um that's that's the beauty of it so i hope we all come out of this i, I know we will all come out of this stronger um you know we, we're, we're all going to be better humans than than we were before you know and, and, and just people and you know i think this is this is the start of just you know something better for the world and, and ourselves for sure wow thank all of you that was like the perfect close tosin because that's exactly what this podcast is meant to feed everyone growth um the growth of the soul the growth of the spirit the growth of the mind the growth of the physical being and the growth uh, around you professionally so that you'll be able to thrive through experiences like this because this won't be our last catastrophe this is just this is just mm-hmm. one one this is just one and it's just prepping us in a different way i mean we've had situations like you know um we've had tons of catastrophes throughout the decades and um each one we have we truly grown have we truly developed and 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 d- dive deep deeper into ourselves to become a better human being and i think that this is the lesson out of this experience and i'm really excited to just be on the journey with each of you um to really really fortify my not just myself but my tribe my squad and all the amazing people that we touch just like lisa said it's not just about healing self it's about healing everyone that you impact and that you're able to you know see within social distancing <laughs> but ultimately <laughs> the goal is to um to leave 10 percent happier and um and i'll close out because i actually um listen to uh, i do my meditation through an app that's called 10 percent and through this 10 percent app i'm able to truly like manifest new new ways of thinking and being and so i want to close out with a huge thanks to all of you thanks to the audience for listening and i can't wait for for our, our second um, round table because i know that it's going to be fiery and we're going to have um each each session is going to be themed and so really excited that that you guys are a part of my squad as we continue to heal fight and like i said conquer this covid19 outbreak yes. blessings to each of you yes
Yes. Blessings to y'all. Blessings. Yes. Pleasure. Blessings, bro. Channeling healing vibes and and positive vibes and love, 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 light. Love is the highest frequency. It's the highest vibration. Yes. Yes. Yeah, someone asked me a question actually. They asked me, what is the one thing if every if COVID nineteen took everything away from you, what would the one thing that you'll be able to hold on to um forever? And I said love because love mm-hmm. is inevitable. Um love is eternal and love is healing. Amen. Yes. Amen. Tell them you and, and Cordero came up with a dope ass um expression, love over everything. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna end. I'm not busy about signing off. Love over everything. Love over everything. Love over everything. Love over everything. Yeah. Same way. Put it on some t-shirts, man. Get it out. <laughs> Thank you all for sharing all all that amazing knowledge and insights. Um, but I wanted to ask, you know, how can everyone reach you if if they have like questions or they like to follow you, you know, what are your handles? How can people get in touch with you? All right, that's easy. <laughs> okay, so my handle is, I'm on Instagram and uh, LinkedIn and my handle is at Joel Nomdarkham. That's my real name. That's J-O-E-L-N-O-M-D-A-R-K-H-A-M. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. Fancy five. Yes. How can everyone reach you? <laughs> yes, please. Well, uh, across every single channel, every social media channel, Fancy Five, I, um, it's my, I've trademarked it. So F A N C Y F I E D, you can find me. My last, um, my name is Lisa Francoeur. Um, that's a little bit harder. That's F R A N C O E U R. But um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, on Fancy Fight. Fancy Fight's going to be the easiest way to find me. I'm on Instagram as Fancy Fight. I'm on Facebook as um, Fancy Fight. I'm on LinkedIn as Fancy Fight. And I would love to keep the conversation going. So stay connected. And um, yeah, that's Fancy Fight Certified. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tosin, how can everyone meet you? Yeah, yeah. Um, across uh, most most things, it's just Tosin Olamigoke. That's T O S I N. Last name O L A M is in Michael I G O K E. I'm primarily on LinkedIn. Um, I was on Instagram, and then I kind of just turned it off for a bit to clear the mind and clear everything, just to keep at peace. And uh, little did I know that they delete your account after a certain period of time if you do not reactivate it. So I will be back on Instagram eventually, as soon as I decide to uh, log in and create a new one. So, uh, but primarily LinkedIn. Um, that's that's pretty much where I, where I'm, I'm I'm on as we speak. So uh, feel free to reach me at. at at any time. Sierra, what are your handles? How can everyone stay connected to the spiritual queen? Yes. Um, so everyone can follow me on Instagram at Queens with Lit Dreams. Uh, that is Queens with Lit Dreams. Um, and also you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Tierra Ridgeway. That is my uh, LinkedIn name. If you're looking to connect with me further, you can also email me at queenswithlitdreams at gmail.com. You can also uh, check out my website for more spiritual tips or if you're interested in digital art or connecting the creative mind with the spiritual well-being at queenswithlitdreams.com. 
Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks to all of you for, for sharing that. Um, and I appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Bye, everyone. Take care. Right, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.